sport. Gaelic games. Behind closed doors would be a waste of time. Honour. Article by Kieran Murphy. Carlo, senior hurling manager Colin Bonner, is not optimistic the GAA will be able to return to anything approaching a normal season in 2020. Last week, the GAA issued a statement advising clubs and counties to adhere to government restrictions and to refrain from organising on-field activity until at least the 20th of July, with predictions inter-county activity will not start until at least October. While Bonner envisages some games could be played behind closed doors, he says this would go against the entire ethos of the GAA. That would be a waste of time. The GAA supporter is the bread and butter. It is the parish and the people coming together. I cannot see any game being played behind closed doors. Bonner does admit if the GAA could financially benefit from such games, then there might be an argument for major games going ahead. Obviously, the bigger games have bigger television audiences, but not the Joe McDonough or the Christie Ring, that's for sure. The Munster and Leinster Hurling Championship Round Robin have a bigger audience and they would pick up bigger revenue from television, he reasoned. Then you are really looking after the elite. Bonner stressed any decision made should be taken with the safety of players and the community in mind. There is so much uncertainty. If a player picks up COVID and one of his parents were to die as a result of it, the consequences are crazy, he said. There are also issues surrounding player insurance which has been frozen. This means players are not covered if they pick up an injury when they are operating on their own. The Carlo senior hurlers have been advised by Bonner to use their time sensibly and keep themselves in condition until they know what is going to happen. Only then can the Carlo management team plan for the future, if there is one in 2020. That was made very clear, that nobody is insured to do anything, insisted Bonner. No player would be silly enough to work outside those rules. The next minute a player gets injured, he looks to the county board and nothing is there. The GAA will be very cautious about starting up the whole thing. It is only an amateur sport and there are so many uncertainties. I cannot see where it's going to go. Ultimately, it is a matter of waiting and hoping. I take with a grain of salt that we will be starting in October. First, we have to look and see if we can get a club season going. Will we have the insurance cover? It is a question of watching this space, the Carlo Hurling manager says. Camogie. Kenny hopeful Camogie games will return. Article by John Foley. Carlo Camogie chairperson Linda Kenny says she hopes club activity will take place later this year in the wake of the recent government roadmap for the easing of COVID-19 restrictions. Our hope would be to run our senior, junior and minor championships as we planned in the round-robin format. Whether that will happen, we don't know. But we have said to clubs that if we get the go-ahead and we can do it in a safe environment, we will provide camogie to all age groups. But obviously safety is paramount. She says there is likely to be a huge demand on facilities and personnel should games resume, which will present challenges. The GAA will be using grounds as will ladies football. We will have to think outside the box and look for the cooperation of different people. Whether it's midweek games, the use of floodlights, and of course we are all using the same referees as well. We're in unprecedented times. It's all about resources, and if we get back, it's going to take almighty cooperation from everybody to get games played. 
The inter-county scene is also to the fore of the minds of Camogie administrators, and plans are being put in place to return to action whenever restrictions are lifted. Currently, only development squad activity has been officially suspended by the Camogie Association. The format that inter-county competitions might take is still very much up in the air. It's understood the association has different plans in place for a return to action in August, September and October, with an increasing chance that all Ireland championships will be straight knockout the later games return. We would have liked to complete the league, says Linda. We were using trial rules which would have benefited the game into the future. We were also having a good run in the league, so we hope that will be finished. In championship, I can only see a knockout at adult level. Travel would be another issue, with the array of counties that are involved at All-Ireland Intermediate level. We don't know how we would get players to those venues as yet. In general, through contact with clubs and Camogie Association members in other counties, Linda says there's been a shift in expectations over the course of the past month. At the start, everyone was saying we can't wait to get back playing, she says. But the longer it has gone on, people are realising containing the virus and keeping everyone safe is the most important thing. O'Brien fears there may be no games played until 2021. Article by John Foley. Carlos Senior Football Manager Turlock O'Brien believes it is very possible there will be no Gaelic games of any kind played for the remainder of 2020. Last Wednesday's announcement by the GAA that there will be no inter-county action until October at the earliest has provided some degree of clarity to squads around the country. But each development also brings a raft of new questions. How do sports of all kinds react to the ongoing changes to social distancing guidelines? At what stage can sports people confidently participate, safe in the knowledge they are not adding to the risk of infecting themselves or others with COVID-19? Will there be an opportunity for club games to restart this year? O'Brien has his doubts. I don't think there will be any football or hurling this year at all, he told the Nationalist. I think there has to be priorities. Players might be healthy. But if they pick up something and bring it home to their families, that's the danger. There's no way to protect against that, and I don't think the GAA will be prepared to take that risk. In normal circumstances, Carlo supporters would have flocked to O'Connor Park Tullamore on Saturday to watch the team take on Offaly in the first round of the Leinster Senior Football Championship. Such plans have long been shelved. GAA President John Horn gave further indication of the association's thinking on the Sunday game this week, saying the health of participants is a huge issue. If social distancing is a priority to deal with this pandemic, I don't know how we can play a contact sport. That is what Gaelic Games is. It is a contact sport, he told Escal. O'Brien points out that sports administrators have an unenviable job at the moment. To be fair to them, they are in a difficult situation. It's unprecedented. They're trying to keep their options open, but the window is closing, I think. From the players' perspective, they need clarity. This has been going on quite a while now, and they're training in a vacuum. It's very hard to keep doing that. So we just told them, the Carlo Senior Football Squad, to stand down for the moment, and we'll wait and see what happens.
O'Brien says the GAA's standing as a focal point for communities throughout the country means they need to make considered decisions. The GAA is unique in that it's such a community-led organisation and it has to show real leadership, he says. With the inter-county scene out of the picture for the moment, there is a school of thought that the club game can make a quicker return. But there are plenty of potential pitfalls there too. The club game might be easier to operate, O'Brien accepts. You wouldn't have people travelling long distances on buses, for instance. You wouldn't have big crowds at matches, so you could have social distancing for spectators at least. You're talking about players coming directly to the field, going home to get showered. But that doesn't tackle the issue of physical contact. How often are coaches heard urging their players to be touch-tight on their opposite number? It goes against everything we've been taught for the past two months. There are risks, says O'Brien. Let's say you go ahead with a championship, your team is preparing for it, and on the Tuesday before, four lads test positive. Or they pass the test and they pick it up the next day. There are too many imponderables. Health and safety has to take priority. There's a real danger with all this talk of relaxation of restrictions that this thing could spike again. With all the great work that has been done, we have to grin and bear it. It's not nice, but it's the reality of the world we're in at the moment. For everybody's mental well-being, we'd be better off taking it off the table altogether and maybe we can face it in a more positive frame of mind in the future. And so those elite inter-county players who have been following training programmes given to them by their coaches in recent weeks are officially off the leash. It's only May now, and there's nothing until October at least, so they're training in a vacuum anyway, says O'Brien. Lads are better off taking the time out. They'll still probably train themselves because it's what they do, but at least they can do it in their own time, at their own pace, their own programme. The interminable wait to see a Carlo jersey in action looks set to continue for a long time to come. Cricket Cricket clubs ready for action when the time comes. Article by Harry Shorthose With the sun shining and the long evenings coming to the fore, the end of April usually signals the start of cricket season. By now we should be three weeks in with the two clubs in the county, Bagnallstown and Carlow, starting to lay down a marker for the season ahead. However, like with all other sports, the COVID-19 outbreak has played havoc with that. Neither club has started pre-season training, and the official word from Cricket Leinster is for a return on the 20th of July with a reduced season as per the roadmap released by the government recently. Practically, we could probably get going fairly quickly once restrictions have been lifted, says Bagnallstown chairman Matt Baker. We have been doing a bit of work on the grounds, so they should be ready to go, but we haven't trained. We need to train realistically before we can start. We can only speculate as to a return. We can only go with the official word from Cricket Leinster and keep our fingers crossed. Player safety is the most important thing at the moment though. We're hoping that we can be back soon. We're hopefully going to start some pre-season training in small numbers according to the restrictions soon, with precautions and social distancing in place. It's a similar situation in Carlow. It's a difficult time for us at the moment. We had started some indoor training with the kids 
But that stopped as soon as the lockdown came in, Carlow Committee member Jimmy Dooley explained. We've been busy behind the scenes, though. We have had committee meetings via Zoom every two or three weeks. We've met with representatives from Cricket Leinster who have been helping us on a mentorship scheme. We've been busy putting some big plans in place for the season ahead. We can always use them for next season, though. We are hoping to get some coaching going via Zoom or Microsoft Teams where a coach shows the kids some drills and helps them with their bowling or their batting. We can probably get going soon enough once the restrictions are lifted. Carlo College has been very supportive the last couple of years, so hopefully with their help we could get the grounds ready fairly quickly. We will follow the Cricket Leinster guidelines as to getting back to action.